Hello, welcome to Laughter Permitted World Cup Champs Week. I'm Julie Foudy, alongside Lynn Ozawi. How are we doing, Lynn? Doing great, Jules. Ready for day four of World Cup Champs Week. Up today, we have Lynn. We're no longer on the pot. I'm sad to announce. We are in. Our setting is the back. Again, the team hotel, this time in Charlotte, no longer Chicago. And we're in a restaurant in the back of the Omni, correct? That's right. We were in a back room of the restaurant at this hotel. And this podcast is with two young stars of the U.S. women's soccer team, Rose Lavelle. You might have heard she had a very good World Cup, and so did her friend in midfield, Sam Mewis. First World Cup for both of these players. Rose played collegially at the University of Wisconsin. Sam played at UCLA. Uh, and in particular, Rose, I mean, she, her journey to get back from injury, she was injured for a good year and a half, almost two years in 2017, 18, leading into the World Cup. And for them to come to the World Cup, their first ever, and just crush it was so fun to see because these are certifiably two stars on the national team and the future of this team, which gives me great hope because they are awesome women. So get comfortable listening. It's Rose and Sam. Kick back, relax, and unwind. Let's have a good time finding the joy in life. We're smiling so bright, talking and laughing combined. Rolling. Are you rolling? Rolling. Okay, so back in the day when I had the film, the camera with the 99ers, I would always ask a player to set the scene. Set the scene. Where are we? What are we doing? So can you, Sam or Rose, set the scene? Of right here, right yeah. now. Right here, right <laughs> now. Um, we're sitting at a square table. Um, there's donuts in front of us. Uh-huh. We always have donuts, by the way. Oh, okay. That's a thing. Um, oh, that's fun. Yeah. Nice. We are in Charlotte, North Carolina. Oh, good. Um, it is 2.30 p.m. on a Wednesday, the day before we play South Korea. Boom! That, nice. that might be I the best set scene the set we've had in a while. Thank you. Ever. She picked up because I... I, I, did. <laughs> I saw you looking around and I was like, Rose. Come on, Rose. I was trying to Come describe on. the Dating time, honey. <laughs> the walls are gray. Stay with us, Rose. Stay with us. We move fast on this. Okay, can you each describe each other personally and as a player? Rose is everybody's favorite. She's really funny. She her biggest thing is like she just wants to hang out and laugh with her friends. Like she doesn't need to do anything else. She doesn't need to be at dinner. She doesn't need to do anything fancy. She literally just wants to hang out with everybody and laugh. And I always they always come to my room, Rose and Sonnet, <laughs> and stay for so long because we just have the best time. She's just a fun, loving girl. She's a great friend. She's a great soccer player and she loves her dog. <gasps> Wilma Jean! Oh my gosh, that's beat me. that! I know. Um, <laughs> uh, Sam's really similar. <laughs> She's really bossy and mean. <laughs> no, you also like to just like have a good time. She always like yells at people when they're on their phone because she just wants to spend time with people and like enjoy <gasps> the so moment. Good. And this um, is why I don't get my kids' phones. That's what I say to them. Yeah, so I think she, like, forces bonding on people, and then it ends up being, like, a really fun, memorable time. Um, and she actually is, like, 
one of the funniest people I know because she a lot of things she does she doesn't even like mean to be funny <laughs> it's just like everything she does whether <laughs> whether she's trying to or not is funny like <laughs> we always like laugh and film because like Jill will put like a clip up and like Sam won't be doing anything like she'll just be jogging around and all of a sudden people will be laughing and she's just like what <laughs> Or I'll be like hustling, and then people <laughs> laugh at me for hustling. And I'm like, how is this funny? She'll have like this sick slide tackle. <laughs> people laugh. <laughs> what is wrong with that, people? It, yeah, it drives me wild. Why do they funny. laugh? Why do they laugh? Nobody that's knows. A, that's for another podcast. That's <laughs> Nobody knows. It's just because everything she does is funny, even when she's not trying. <laughs> <laughs> she's unassuming funny yeah which is honestly the best kind of funny because it makes me laugh so mm-hmm. much okay when i was just telling lynn this story when we were at the world cup and you were showing me your app for wilma jean <gasps> sam brought up wilma jean your mm-hmm. dog english bulldog right yeah and <laughs> i said lynn she has an app that's a camera of wilma jean and she presses tell the story so it's this i actually well I'll say this at the end. I actually have, I got a little pet cam for Christmas and I can go on my phone and look at Wilma anytime I want and it shoots out treats to her and I can talk to her. But I actually just got a text from my mom this morning that there's this little wire. So sometimes Wilma gets like really like impatient and before the treats can shoot out, (laughs) she'll go in and start trying to dig them out herself. So now there's this little like wire hanging down and my mom texted and was like, if you go on the pet cam, don't shoot out treats because she's going to try to get in and the wire could cut her tongue. And then you'll just be watching her helpless yelping while this wires in her tongue. So I have to. Yeah, I know. Are you having nightmares? Well, it's sad because when you log on, she hears the noise of the camera. It always goes do 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 do. And then she perks up and comes to the camera and she only goes because she knows she's going to get treats. <laughs> so it's like if I log on, she's going to expect treats. Oh, so it's so like, you're going to have to go a whole week without logging yeah. on with Wilma? Yeah. Are you going to be okay? It's going to be shakes? hard. It's definitely going to be hard. But So what is the button on the app you press that shoots a treat? The, the treat actually shoots out. Yeah. So I press this little bone button. Bone <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then it drops into the little treat loading dock i guess and then there's a little button that pushes the treats out and just like launches into the room how many pounds did wilma put on during the world cup well so yeah i think that's probably half the reason it's broken is because my mom switched out the like regular milk bones with low calorie treats (laughs) she's got her on a diet (laughs) because it was like too like i was shooting them out too much like my mom has threatened me before and been like Rose, I'm going to turn the camera off if you don't stop. Um, but so they were, like, too big. And I think they, like, broke broke the loading dock, I guess. The low-calorie ones were too big. Yeah. They the irony like, of that. I know. So, long story short, I'm going to need to get a new one. Well, Christmas is coming up. I know. Thank God. First World Cup for both of you. What were the expectations? Did they meet those expectations? Exceed those expectations? Well, I personally think everything exceeded my expectations. I think um, I went into it like not really knowing what to expect. I I think we both have experience with Youth World Cup. So from that standpoint, I think that like the logistics of everything was actually kind of familiar. Um, 
but basically just like experiencing it, experiencing the energy, being in France, having my family there and the emotions of it all was it were so strong the whole time. It was just kind of like this total like peak of high emotion for five weeks, which was crazy. Um, and I think winning was just like the best feeling ever. It totally exceeded anything I could ever have imagined. I was just so happy for so long. <laughs> and I'm still writing it. <laughs> but how do you keep that high peak the whole time? Because that's exhausting in itself, right? I remember yeah, at one point, Rose, I, you said to me during the middle of the World Cup, you're like, I didn't know it would be this mentally exhausting. It was so mentally exhausting. But it's also, like, very rewarding. But, yeah, I remember, like, talking to Sam and being like, I'm so homesick right now. Like, <laughs> just it's just like you're constantly on this high of, like... And then it's like once the game's over, you don't even really have time to, like, just like relax because it's like well we have an, another game in three days so it was it was just like high intensity for so long yeah and you like couldn't take your foot off the pedal at mm. all and yeah it was totally so rewarding but like i think we all had this high and then had this dip of emotion where you just kind of like spent all your emotional energy and coming back was like we all i think needed a second to like moderate ourselves mm. a little bit and kind of get back to like a normal level of emotion <laughs> yeah <laughs> how long is that buzzing feeling after the world cup huh. i mean like a couple weeks i think i when i really think about it now like i obviously still have it but i think that for a couple weeks i was just kind of like oh my god like i'm still still in that m- feeling of high intensity um, and kind of like approaching everything with like well this is do or die i'm at the food store <laughs> and i have to find um so it was like, where is the shampoo aisle? Um, so it's the- I need ice cream. <laughs> so I kind of had to like figure out how to be a normal person again for a couple weeks. But I do still That's get so like true. such a happy feeling when I think about it. Like it's it's so fun to think about. We look at videos from the World Cup and we just like cry laughing. Like we were so weird. Rose, did you have a crash after? Because it's always, you know, they talk about the post-Olympic, post-World uh-huh. Cup. I used to have those hard. Because it's like all this energy, to your point, all this mental, physical preparation. And then in, in such a high, which is a buzz. And then it's like, wait, where is everyone? It's <laughs> yeah, quiet. Yeah. Well, I actually remember like having that after the 20s World Cup. And I was like so scared that it was going to happen to me again. Because mm-hmm. I remember I came back from the 20s Cup and like, was awful like played so bad and was just like so i was like nervous that that was gonna happen again but i feel like the fact that i was more aware of it helped me transition better mm. than i had previously didn't you like miss everybody so much yeah but then i think it helped because i was like well i'm gonna see them in about two weeks for the, <laughs> for the first victory tour game i would like go to make like the chef tea joke and it would be like to my mom and she would just be like what are you talking about like we just like would be we were at this point where like everything we said would could turn into like this little joke we had and i would start like doing it to people who weren't there and they were just like i don't so and then every time that happened i'd be like oh my god i miss them so much what is the chef tea joke sam (laughs) so we had we had a chef um named chef (laughs) the entire world cup you had a chef yeah, yeah. I don't was, think I knew this. He, yeah, he was awesome. Uh-huh. And 
Sam, like, one time <laughs> said, like, thanks, chef. And me and Sonnet were like, did you just call him Jeff? But, like, they were kidding. <laughs> like, they were just trying to upset me. And I was like, no. And, and they Sam's were like, you like, think <laughs> his name's Jeff? It's not. <laughs> And Sam is like someone that's really easy to rile up. Like even when she knows that you're kidding, she still gets like really up in arms about it. She's she, she just like, I didn't say Jeff. And we're like, you definitely said Jeff. And then they literally kept it going the whole World Cup where like we started calling him Chef Jeff. And he like caught on to it. And then people would just be like, why are you guys calling him Jeff? That's not his name. So I would like... I don't know, like, I was watching a cooking show or something, and I wanted to be like, Chef Jeff! But, like, it wasn't with them. So I couldn't, like, share in the, like, mom moment. Mom wasn't, wasn't, wasn't following. Yeah, it was sad. There, there's so much downtime, too, at World Cups. I think people don't realize that you have a month. And you guys were the last game of the first game. So you were, like, yeah. the last team yeah. to play. <laughs> I remember going, holy cow, if I'm getting bored, they're really getting bored. <laughs> Um, which leaves a lot of time for practical jokes and pranks, which I know you guys are good at. Did you do any good ones? I feel like Sonnet must have done a few. Yeah, I feel like Ali Wong's kind of like the prankster. Is she? And well, and Sonnet is too, but I think we kind of like, we do jokes like that where like you just like relentlessly make fun of somebody (laughs) until like you're all laughing or crying. (laughs) (laughs) That's so fun. (laughs) Bringing them to their knees. And we were, we actually, we did a lot of dancing. Oh, yeah. We, we had a lot. Did you see any of our choreographed dances? Um, I did see it on the field. You were doing it a lot, Yeah, but right? we, that took a lot of, of training. Oh, a lot okay. So of it, was in, it was in the hallways. Yeah. It yeah. was in rooms. Yeah. Like, who comes up with the dances? Rose. Oh. Rose is actually a good dancer. <gasps> Thank you. Really? Yeah. Where so she come comes from? up with the choreography. Okay, and she teaches here. me, who's, I'm the least skilled, but yeah. I have the most heart. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. She tries. Yeah. She works hard. So what what kind of stuff, Rose? Um, like, where do you come you? up with this? I don't know. Sonnet helps, too. What is your inspiration? <laughs> you just, you see something mm-hmm. online, and then you're like, I think I could do that. And then you're like, I think I could do it better than that. <laughs> so then you just, <laughs> you take something and you roll with it, and then you just build off it. And where did you perform these? Ultimately, like the a- actual master performance in the locker room. Yeah, we we usually um, like make everybody stand and watch us in the locker room, and like no one's paying attention half the time. Well, yeah, the audience is one person who just <laughs> happens to already have be showered, and they're just sitting there staring. Like, Can you guys please stop? Wait, how many people would it be? I mean, we try to get the whole team to watch, but like some people are just like, no. How many people doing the dance? Oh, oh between three and five. Yeah. So you, so you two, sonnet. Mm-hmm. Sometimes Kelly gets on board. Mal will get on board. I could see Dunner in there. No, Crystal she's like kind of on her thing. own level. Oh, like yeah. she's she's, so she's too isolated. Too talented for like the choreograph. <laughs> yeah, group dance. Like she could just dance to anything, yeah. Really, mm-hmm. yeah. She's That's like too recent. But we we could we could think about trying to recruit her. I just think she might be like you guys. No thanks. This is too amateur. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever heard of the best of the worst dancing circa? julie's era no no tell us so we too did a lot of dancing but we did this competition as you know you're waiting forever in locker rooms and wherever you are you just hurry up and wait everywhere airports we did the best of your worst so you had to go around and you had to give like your best of your worst dance like the better the better 
And I'm really bad at dancing, so I was really freaking good at this. Nice. Yes. Love that. Um, to the point where we would do that, Sam would be good. Yeah. Rosie's Sam. Sam. (laughs) She's like, I have this body roll move that's. It's good. Can so bad. It, it's good. Maybe. I don't know. Oh, wait, you Maybe can't, you can't do it in a chair? No. no. I can't do it in a chair, no. no. Um, at one point before one of our Algarve Cup, actually the final of the Algarve Cup, we um, <laughs> were doing the best of the worst because we're waning, we're waiting. And Christy Rampone, Christy Pierce, is doing it. And, and we're in our cleats and she's doing this like really bad Roger Rabbit. And she slips and lands on her tailbone, right? <gasps> like straight up, feet in the air, lands on her tailbone. We were like, oh God. <laughs> and then she jumps up with her hands in the air. <laughs> I'm okay. I'm okay. So we walk out to the field. All of us are giggling. We couldn't stop shaking. And it's national anthem. And I'm shaking through the <laughs> national anthem. And April was our coach. She's like, with you all. <laughs> I'll tell you later. <laughs> she survived. She did not break her tailbone. Oh, that's my favorite kind of laugh, though. Yeah. The, the kind where you're not really supposed to laugh, so you're trying to, like, hold it in. Like last night. Like last night. <laughs> what was last night again? Me and Sana were in your room, and we said that we were leaving. We closed the door, and then we were oh. hiding in the bathroom. <laughs> and, but I knew, I knew that they were there. Like, I, I was you literally, to Abby, five seconds later, was like, they're still in here. <laughs> We were going to, like, jump out and scare them, but we were, like, we're in the bathroom, like, trying to, like, stifle our laugh too long that eventually they hurt. Like, I heard them go, do you hear that? (laughs) And then the joke was over. Uh, But it was funny. good. What was the most surprising thing about the World Cup? Hmm. That's a good one. Yeah, you you got us. I got him. The most surprising? Um, maybe just like the, like it felt like we were at home. Like the fan turnout yeah. was yeah. so incredible. And it was like red, white, and blue everywhere. The only game really that felt like maybe the crowd was a little against us was the France game. Every other game was like so pro USA. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there was so much support. Even people now when I'm at my Courage games are like, we saw you in France. And I'm like, Everybody seems to have seen us in France. Like, yeah. I can't believe the amount of people who came over to watch mm-hmm. and um, just the support we had that we were there and that it, how it continues now. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. It was cool. I, uh, Rose, while you're thinking, uh-huh. <laughs> I, I was most surprised at, um, and, and I knew this as part of the group, but it was very different, I felt, from 15, the joy that you guys emitted. Like, there was a... It, it reminded me of a lot of the 99 group. There was this fun and lightness to you. And I think a lot of it is this younger generation. I give you guys Thanks. a lot of credit for that. There's an energy there that I didn't see in 15, right? And when I see that, I remember I would say all the time to my producer, look, look at them right now. Look at them. They're out there dancing. They're laughing. This is so great. This is so great. And it would be like, you know, right before the quarterfinal, right before the semifinal. And I said, as soon as you get tight, it's over. When you get tight, it's over. And they're not tight. This is so good. Yeah. Did That's you did you feel that at all differently from before? <laughs> um, I mean, I don't feel like I was, like, around much before. So I feel like I don't know anything really different. But um, I definitely feel like I noticed, like, how much closer as a team we got the mm-hmm. further along and, like, 
the process that we were not just during the world cup but i mean in like the build-up leading up to the world cup i feel like every camp we like just got closer and closer so it just made it so much more fun like i always say like we get to do what we love with people we love and i think it just makes it so much more enjoyable when you're like on the field fighting not just for yourself but for the people around you i think it just makes it so much like more fun and like more motivational like more honestly everything mm-hmm. yeah it yeah. was it was awesome to see i mean but that and you talk to any of those veteran players too they talk about the vibe of that that younger group did did you get a sense of how important it well, was yeah and i think like especially the time we spent at tottenham when we were kind of like isolated from everything else and we were just at this place together where it was just soccer and the meal room and we were all kind of hanging out together on this little couch area and like watching games and like just like talking i think that really just blended all the groups together and made us all into like one unit and i think that piece of our build up to the world cup was really important just to bring everyone together and um really like unify us and mm-hmm. and make us feel like we were all just like in this one big like circle i guess mm. um and i feel like in the nest yeah <laughs> and i just feel like having that and and having such a talented and experienced group of veteran players who kind of like adopted maybe this like lightness or whatever from a younger group and like accepted it mm. like we had so much fun with pino like pino is the one on the field like be she's the one that keeps everybody loose so i don't even feel like that has anything to do with the younger group i feel right. like she's yeah this whole like personality in and of herself and she had such an influence on all of us just feeling like we could be ourselves and enjoy it like she had so much fun out there which i thought was so obvious so i G- think give me a specific w- in what sense do you mean well, like when she'd score, she would just like it was <laughs> like she wanted everyone in that moment to like feel that joy and and realize that like we scored a goal, like we we're gonna win. This is gonna be fun, and like I want she wanted us all to enjoy that and to celebrate with her. And I felt like that was really cool because it let us all for a second like have this release of joy. Um, and I think she's always the one in the locker room too, like keeping everybody loose a lot and making jokes and keeping it light and keeping people laughing. So I feel like it was a blend of some younger players and some veteran players kind of just like adopting this sense of like lightness and fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would agree. I spe- I feel like also like how, like obviously sometimes the media didn't love us, Um But I feel like all the older players and like Pino in particular, like handled it so well and kind of just like brushed it off their shoulder. And like it was kind of like Mm -hmm. it's not really that big of a deal. It doesn't matter. And I feel like even just that had such an influence on the team because like we were just kind of like, you're right. It doesn't matter. Like we're in this together and what everyone else thinks is like pretty irrelevant to what we're trying to do. Yeah, it's so true because you guys handled that really well. And they just owned it. They're like, yeah, that's who we are. This is what we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> Leave us alone. Yeah. And they handle so much of that, like, almost for us. I think yeah. they mm-hmm. take a lot of weight from everything that goes on on their shoulders. And it, like, kind of leaves us with this, I guess, freedom or we get to, like, avoid some of it sometimes. And I think that was, like, really courageous of them to kind of spearhead if the media didn't like us. Well, they were just like, okay, well, talk to us about it. And we don't care. So mm-hmm. none of, they, like, none of us really had to deal with it. Yeah. I mean, the other thing, too, with, with you, both of you being in your first World Cups, I mean, not only did you just play in your first World Cup, I think I just wanted to, like, be like, okay, don't embarrass the hell out of your country when you play <laughs> in this first World Cup, right? Like, just get through it. Uh, 
But you, you guys crushed it. Did you go in with that expectation or did you go in like I went in? Like, just love is love. That's so not healthy. Right? <laughs> I just got to get through it. Um, I mean, you crushed it. You did. You did. You did. Well, Miss Little Rose scoring the goal in the final was huge. And I think, um, I think we all, I'll speak for myself, but I assume we all just had this sense of not wanting to let our teammates down. And that was one of my biggest things was going into a game. And if I was going to play, I was kind of like, okay, you owe it to your teammates to do your job and do a good job and help them win. Um, and that was a really motivating thing for me to have an impact on the game was just to like do it for my teammates. And I feel like most of us felt like that. Yeah, I don't feel like I like went in being like I have to like I don't know. I it I felt like I focused so much more, like all of us focused so much more on like the team aspect mm. that I didn't really think too much of myself like individually. It was kind of just like what can I do that's going to help the team and I feel like having that kind of mindset helps you like kind of alleviate some pressure that you would have had if I came in with like all these huge expectations yeah. and whatnot. Um. Yeah. So I, I so healthy, much healthier. Than <laughs> what was it like walking out onto the field for the first time in your first World Cup? Um, or the moment you step on the field, the first time you get to play. Well, like we did have to wait so long. So I feel like when the moment was finally there, it was kind of like I feel like we were all just so like ready to go. Like it was kind of like, all right, we've waited long enough. Like, let's go. So it's like, I feel like I had my little moment in the tunnel and then I was like, all right, like go time. What was the moment in the tunnel? I don't know. I was just like, all right, here I am. That was my moment. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, which is amazing that also your mindset going in, given your journey to get to that point, right? The the hamstring recurring issues. And Mm -hmm. you know, that was, how long was that Rose? A year and a half? It was long. Right? Yeah. I feel like that whole gap between the Olympics and the World Cup, most of that you missed. So mm-hmm. between 16, 2016 and 2019, a lot of that you missed with the hamstring injury. Yeah. So to go into that World Cup being like, I'm not thinking about me. I'm just, I just want to perform for the team is remarkable. Well, yeah. I had talked to a sports psych for like a year and a half because I was like, <laughs> I, I mean, I couldn't have gotten to that point mentally like on my own because I was I was in a pretty deep spot after the hamstring um just like confidence wise so I don't feel like I can like take full credit for that Mm. someone was helping me (laughs) and what did they say what kind of stuff um I I, like talked to her for I mean I'm still talking to her but like we would just meet like almost every week Mm. and just kind of go over games practices and like what my mindset was and I feel like I slowly was like starting to like get to a place where I was like getting more confident and feeling more comfortable. And I feel like before I was like just so focused on my mistakes and like what I'm not doing and how can I like turn back into the player that I was before this injury. Um, And then I feel like once I started just like focusing on the team, kind of like when I was in college, it was like I'd go into a game and be like more focused on our game plan and what we were trying to execute, not like what like I brought to the table yeah like what what do I specifically like I need to score this amount or like Mm -hmm. that kind of thing um so I feel like slowly I kind of started like evolving into like more of like a team mindset and not like an individual mindset and I feel like that's kind of when like the gear shifted and I started doing better when I like stopped like putting all this like 
stupid pressure on myself and started more just being like, what can I do for the team? I'm going to take that whole riff right there (laughs) and play it for every parent, every kid out there, right? That is the golden ticket. Like when you take that outcome driven, personal driven, it's not about you. It's about, I mean, obviously you're driven in a sense that you want to get better and you're competitive, but like you're thinking broader yeah, and it takes that weight off your shoulders and you can actually play freely. Wow. Yeah. You should go hug her. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm sure it took a lot of work on your end too, to mentally get over any hurdles you were experiencing with perhaps how frustrated you were along the way. Yeah, it did take long. Like literally I didn't feel like I started feeling like myself until like a month before the World Cup. Like it was a very, very long process. But I mean, it was like, thank God she stuck with me during it and wasn't like this girl's this girl's beyond helpless. <laughs> I'm done with her. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when people talk about like the future of this team and I always say and I think specifically of you two, I'm like, oh, this team's in good hands cuz you two are at the helm. And and I do I feel like this calming cuz it, it's almost for all of us old bags, it's it's this almost maternal feeling now, you know? It's like, oh, my kids. <laughs> now that when we're watching you and our kids are watching you, I've had this conversation a lot with Mia of how you feel like, oh, it's in a really good place, and that makes me feel good. And, and in large part, I think that's due to you, too. What are you most excited about for this next phase? Because I feel like it's just the beginning for you guys. Really? Well, I hope. I hope it's just the beginning. I mean, I think in like response to that, I think we idolized you guys so much that we feel this kind of responsibility to uphold what you all started. Um, and we feel that in so many ways, not only on the field and in, in winning and continuing that um, pattern that you guys started, but off the field and um, continuing to grow the game in every way that we can. So um, I'm excited to, I mean, we, there's a lot of changes coming up, so I, we need to like work from the beginning and hopefully continue getting called in but um i love that mindset too well, we had, that's, I mean, so, a lot that's so joy fawcett she'd be like i'm not gonna let my i can't parents can't book travel yet because i don't know if i've made the team yeah. like, i think you pretty much made the team tell your parents to book travel <laughs> um but i think just like continuing to work hard and get better um and support the team if they need us to i think we're i'm just excited to um continue to improve as a player and um hopefully continue representing this team no team has won a Women's World Cup and then won the Olympics the next year, including us a lot of times. What would your response be to that? <laughs> Let's go. I, that sounds like we, something that we should set our sights on. And um, I think there's like a lot of steps to take before we talk about winning the Olympics. But I want to um, I want everyone to just kind of commit to the next year and and improving as much as we can and continuing to represent the team and our country well i mean i don't mean to be a buzzkill there but (laughs) records are meant to be broken (laughs) great point right yeah it's hard though it is hard yeah we have to qualify first too yeah Uh, good point rose yeah yes knock on wood okay we do a game and you have to lynn do you want to explain it our first thing we do not shoot treats at you if you get the answer (laughs) correct sadly so we always play a game in which Julie goes head-to-head with the guests. Trivia game. Because this is my way of getting my competitive juices out. 
There's one rule. I'll ask questions. There's one rule. You have to squeak in with an answer, and you get to choose what your squeaker is. Is that a dog toy? We have an elephant that Sam has, a blue dog, a donut. Mm -hmm. I can get on board with that. Mm -hmm. Oh, I want that one. Okay, Rose Rose goes blue dog. She goes Wilma Jean. I'll take the donut again. Although I do think this had a squeeze malfunction in the first oh, podcast with Jill. I squeezed in and it didn't squeeze. And so I lost this game. To Technicality. Yes. Do you want to give the Christine Lilly rule? Oh, the Christine Lilly rule is you cannot squeeze in before <laughs> the question is finished. Because she would squeeze at like the first start of the question. I was like, what are you doing? Okay. You can, you to... can squeeze in at the very end, but not till the very end. Okay. okay. I know that's kind of gray. What's the like, t- like the quiz topic that is a great question rose i appreciate you asking this game we've played it twice before it's julie's Julie's favorite game generation gap so i will be asking questions from both of the generations represented here today we have me and rose are like totally different generations you're only three years older i i looked it up you both technically are millennials yes true but are you saying you're like kind of no i was joking what are you 92 what you're 92 yeah i am Technically not a millennial. <laughs> Julie, I forget what generation you're in. You're just old. Generation old. Gener- <laughs> so there are questions from each generation, but anyone can squeak in with an answer. Okay. Got it. All right, here we go. Are me and Rose on the same team? It's every woman for themselves. Oh, my God. <clears throat> Unless you want to go team. I mean, we can... No. We can- <laughs> no. Every woman for themselves. <laughs> All right, question one. What 1980s sitcom featured a furry alien from the planet Melmac who liked to eat cats? What? This is my generation. <laughs> this would make me so sad if no one gets this. Mork and Mindy. Ah, oh, furry alien. Well, that wasn't even close. <laughs> Literally never heard of it. What oh, is Mork and so Mindy? Sad. Never heard of furry alien. Oh, you ever heard Mork, Mork and Mindy? That was with Robin Williams Does way back in the day. Uh, yeah. He, he was like... From a different planet. Okay. So that's why I thought maybe. <laughs> good try. <laughs> good try. Okay, good one. Uh, furry alien? Um, elf. Oh, furry elf. All right. Okay. That was too hard of a question for everyone. Thanks, Julie Lynn. in particular. Well, the okay. You know bar. me better. <laughs> you know me better than that, Lynn. Okay. Who is Sean Mendes currently dating? <laughs> oh, I think Rose got it. Didn't if you don't get it, it, I don't get it. <laughs> um, Camila... Cabello. Yes. I don't know. Give it to C- Cabello, I believe. Cabello. Because my kids were just talking about outfits? this. No, that's okay. That's really nice, though. Sam, because I wouldn't do that, that's for sure. Well, I'd I just like... have confidence that I could squeak the donut. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that would be nice. I just feel like I could squeak the donut. I don't know. That was really sweet. No, I'm just a better squeaker. Question three Which actress plays Captain Marvel? Julie. Brie Larson. Correct. Boom! I am not. We should have known that. I know. (laughs) Was that one for us? Shoot. Wait, what's the score? One to one. One to one. Sam, you have zero. zero. What 1980s show did Betty White star in? Rose. Oh, gosh. You gotta wait till the end of the question. I knew that one, too. I did, too. (laughs) (laughs) You little squeaker. (laughs) Golden squeaker. (laughs) Correct. (laughs) Sam, we are rule followers. This is the oh my problem. God. 
Screw the Lily rule. We are squeaking yeah, in when I'm, you know it. I'm done with the rules. I squeaked in after, too. You can show the replay. All right. This last question is worth 10,000 points. What boy band was Justin Timberlake in? NSYNC. Please. I'm going to give it to Sam because I said it. <laughs> I, don't know who, I don't know who got the squeak first. It was Sam. So wait, what I was won. the final score? 10,000 Sam <laughs> to two to one. Rose won. Shooter a treat. <laughs> Shoot her a donut. You get a donut. And you get a donut, Rose. And you get a donut. Okay, most pressing questions. What is the best perk you have gotten post-World Cup? I got to throw out the first pitch at the Red Sox game. Oh. That was sick. That's awesome. Yeah. Exactly. (laughs) That was really cool. The best perk? I got to go home for two days. That was pretty nice. I um, love Cincinnati. Or like gift you've been given. Oh, or gift? Yeah. I mean, Brandy, right after Do she you have scored. something in mind? For you? Yeah. I mean, yeah, but I'm not going to say it on the oh. podcast. Oh. You're- oh. <laughs> Please do tell. Oh. No, we'll tell you. We have to tell you after. <laughs> we can't. I don't know. It's none of my business. Oh. Okay. Um, I don't know. Three meals? Free cars? I, she got to go to Milan. She was in the best 11. That was cool. Yeah. I mean, it's not a perk. You earned it, but it's still, like, sick. Did you meet anyone over there? I was pretty in and out. I got in at five. You didn't like, go, like, hey, what's up, Messi? Yo, oh, yo, gosh, Cristiano. No, that. <laughs> Brandy, when, after she scored the winning penalty kick, uh-huh. they asked her something about cars, and she said her favorite car was a Volvo. So she got a Volvo. I was like, why did you say Volvo? I mean, nothing against Volvo, but... <laughs> Like, when you say like you know, Sam was desperately trying to get a car. I got in you a car accident in May, and my car is totaled. And I have been renting cars week to week. Oh no! Oh, no. <laughs> Waiting, trying to figure out if anyone will give me a discount. <laughs> a lot of your teammates have cars posted on their Instagram. So I know. Get this I'm so happy you. for them. <laughs> Last most pressing question: How deep is your love of Harry Potter, Sam? Deep. Really? You made yes. a job at it a couple you, years ago. What would you do if you met J.K. Rowling? Oh, that would be really cool. I You wore J.K. Rowling's jersey, right? I did. Yeah. I, that would, be, me, it would have to be oh, a me and Rose thing together. Yeah. That would be really cool. But I would just I would try to just be calm and say, hello, J.K. It is very nice to meet you. <laughs> but um, we do love Harry Potter. We do yeah. love Harry okay, Potter. Okay, last segment is called High Low Cheer. I do okay. this around the dinner table with my kids. They're high of the day. They're low of the day. And then cheer is someone they're cheering for or thanking because they've done something nice. Cool. So we, I want it of your careers, though. Out of our careers? High oh, shoot. I had cheer. a low of my day, though. What was your low of the day? <laughs> Think. When I spilled my coffee in the revolving oh, yeah. door. <laughs> She did drop her coffee cup. The cup split. So all the coffee dumped in a revolving door. So then she's trying to clean it out with the door stopped. And people are like approaching the revolving door and about to get in. And they see her in there wiping with napkins off the floor. And they're like, and they go to the next one. Sam was like, let's go. And I was like, I have to clean it up. I know. I don't. I was just in a rush. Sometimes I get frazzled. I don't think clearly. I don't know, Rose. I, I had someplace to be. So what high of your careers? Winning the World Cup. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I know that's boring, but no, that was it's definitely not that. boring at all for both of us. I think. Yeah. 
Yeah, winning the World Cup. Okay, low. Tearing my hamstring three times. <laughs> I think that one takes the cake <laughs> over and over <laughs> again. <laughs> How many tears does this one leg freaking have? Yeah, I think I had like this knee injury that was probably the low where I was like in a pit, in a pit of despair of like what oh. is happening? Am I going to be okay? Mm-hmm. I remember that. Yeah, that, w- that was eighteen. The end of twenty seventeen into eighteen. Yeah, but I mean, I think injury is. It's just so tough to like overcome mentally, mm-hmm. and because I feel like we both just like want to play so bad all the time. <laughs> like missing a practice for me, I'm like, oh my god, I, I like it drives me crazy. I just want to play, mm. so it's hard when you have to miss a lot of practices in a row. Yeah, <laughs> and just sit there and run. And laps. then we're doing a I cheer. You're running laps all the time around. Oh gosh, you're doing the cheer. It's like my second. Did you say we have to do like... a high low and a cheer? Yeah, and a cheer. Do you know who you're gonna do? No, do you? Yeah, I mean, I besides my family, because I obviously appreciate my family so much, I would say Paul Riley has had just such a huge influence on my mm, career. And Your coach at North Carolina. Yeah, and I think that he, like, caught me at a good time and was, like, made me, like, reach a little bit higher than I was reaching and mm. just kind of told me how much he believed in me. And it started this trend of, like, me wanting more for myself and wanting to just work at it every day and get better um, instead of, like, reaching for the... Like he's, I had him in 2016 and I think I was like, well, I have to make the world cup team. And he was like, no, you just have to do get better today and tomorrow. And mm-hmm. I think he like kind of changed my mindset of like just applying myself every day and how that would over time have a, a big effect and just kind of made me like believe similar in myself to, more. Similar to Rose. Yeah. And less, you know, less consumed on how I'm doing and yeah. just putting in the work every day. Yeah. Less outcome driven. Yeah. Ah. So shout out to Paul. I think he shout helps me a lot. Paul. Yay. And he's got two bulldogs. He sure does. <laughs> so he's he's an okay guy in my book. Yeah. <laughs> um, hmm. I always feel like bad just naming one person. You you could and it could be something. It doesn't have to be a person. Or um, wait, what is it again? Or <laughs> it's, it's your cheer, like Someone someone or something career. that's helped you. Oh, uh, well, I always say my college coach, who I like, still talk to all the time. Um. Paula, I feel like she saw something in me when a lot of coaches didn't because ah. I was like, I don't know, 90 pounds in high school. So like a lot of people are like, oh, she's too small. Um, people probably still say that. <laughs> but um, yeah, I feel like she like. And this was at the University of Wisconsin. Yes. Which I, I, I still think people don't all realize you went there. So I'm sorry. That's why I'm saying that. <laughs> yeah. University of Wisconsin. Um, and I feel like she just always like knew what I needed or what was good for me, even when I didn't know that's what I needed or like she'd give me like a kick in the butt when I needed it or like kind of amp me up when I needed it. I feel like she just always knew like which way to go. And, um, I don't know. I just feel so it's like one of those things that you're like, if that, if I didn't end up there, like what would have happened to me? Mm-hmm. Um, just cause I feel like she like really, really helped me get to this point. Paul and Paula. Oh my God. Hip hip hooray. I hope they hear this. For Paul and Paula, they will hear this. Thank you, you guys, for taking the time. That was fun. Yeah. Anytime. Good luck in the rest of this victory tour. Thank you. Thanks. And go break that Olympic record. Yeah. That terrible one. But qualify first. (laughs) But qualify. Yes. One step at a time. I like the way you're thinking, Rose. Okay. Thanks, you guys. (laughs) Thank you. Bye. And cut. And they didn't have any donuts. (laughs) 
None. We have to go to practice. Oh, God. Sorry. That wouldn't stop me. Yeah, I, uh, I for sure would have done it. I mean, practice? <laughs> Stopping me from having donuts? Even if it was right before? I feel like it was a good little sugar bounce anyways. That was my rationale. A couple takeaways real quick. I know we haven't been doing formal takeaways like our normal podcast, but one thing is we need to start the hashtag, hashtag Sammy needs a car. Let's go. Let's get her one. Let's go, party people. Let's go, Dope Village. Well, several of her teammates have gotten some sort of endorsement deal or sponsorship from car dealerships, I think. You would know Mm -hmm. more about than I would as far as that happening mm-hmm. for players yeah like, i have like, seen them posting mm-hmm. like you maybe you get one for six months or a year or something like that does that yeah. sound about right i sense a vw is in the fu- is in her future because they're such a big huge u.s soccer sponsor but you know call me crazy don't mean to predict it the other thing i loved about those two lynn is both of them separately made the comment when they were less focused on themselves and their personal outcomes they had personal success. I thought that was so interesting that we get so consumed in the pressure of having to perform and, oh, am I doing well enough? Am I meeting people's expectations? Am I, uh, am I reaching my personal goals? And when you let go of that and just play and play to help the team with that focus, they both blossom. They took off. I will just say it's something that as I said in the podcast, more parents and athletes need to hear because it's what you see in youth sports today is so much emphasis on what your kid is doing that uh, we've lost the joy of what we're doing, I feel like. You're all about the joy. All about the joy. That's what kept us in it for so long. It's why we were successful. So that's why I love the joy. The joy is what brings success. But really... Here's what we need to focus on, Dope Village. Hashtag Sammy needs a car. Let's get on this. Let's get that woman a car. Help her out. All right, party people. Thanks for listening in to our Dope Village. Thanks for all your wonderful comments. And we have one more World Cup Champs Week. Jill Ellis, our final on Friday. So a huge thanks to all the national team for helping us out with this week of World Cup champions and as always kids sing it with us laughter permitted i'm the least skilled but i have the most heart